And welcome back to another episode of Games Change. It's me, your boy Eli. It's been me, Joe. And we're here to talk about a show that Joey thought would be a good idea to talk about. Well, only because it is uh, an interesting take on a very beloved franchise. Uh, it came out recently. Uh, you know, everybody always loves this show, you know, it, you know as a kid and stuff. And mm-hmm. to see a new modern take of it. And, version. Yeah, and uh, there's been a lot of opinions about it, and I thought, hey, why not? Let's let's check it out. Let's see what's what's going on on this thing and with this show. And boy, oh boy, is there some things to talk about? Yeah, oh yeah. But so if you haven't read the title yet, we're we're talking about um, essentially the first two episodes of Velma that have been released on HBO Max. Uh, Velma, which is a show that essentially is supposed to be a more Adult version of Scooby Doo without Scooby Doo. Yes. Set around Velma. Yeah, because it, it is set around uh, Velma. It is, uh, I believe, co uh, produced by Mindy Kaling, a, a comedian. Uh, she's also the voice of Velma. And uh, yeah, there's a lot of uh, new takes uh, for the show, uh, for you know, for the character really. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, no, I mean, this is, you know, like you said, it's an adult sort of uh, take on Scooby-Doo, but more an adult comedy, not like an actual, like, super serious adult take, like, not like a dark and edgy kind of thing, more like just, like, it's like if you were to take, like, a Family Guy sketch of Scooby-Doo and, mm-hmm. and make it into a show, right? That's sort of the, uh, yeah, sort of feels like the tone of, of the show. There's a lot of, uh... Sex jokes, uh, blood and violence, um, a lot of weird commentary humor, just a lot of meta humor in general too. Which uh, we'll get into it. Uh, it's, yeah, it's 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 very polarizing. Very very polar. I would say more on the negative side for a lot of people. Yeah, because very. Uh, I think most people, even if you're like not a fan of Scooby Doo. Um, or didn't much care for the property. Uh, even you can be uh, seeing this and just go like, "Well, this is just kind of not great." <laughs> and it sucks to say because I think this this show and we were talking about this beforehand. Like, there's a lot of potential, right? There's a lot of potential. This could be actually a really funny show. This could be a really like interesting take on Scooby Doo. Um, but it's it doesn't really amount to anything really, uh, which is the sad part because there's a lot of things like. That I'm like, oh, you know, that's actually a really cool, like, modern take of that character. Like, uh, there's a moment in episode two where Shaggy is, uh, well, I'm sorry, Norville. Because mm-hmm. uh, he, for a reason, we're not calling him Shaggy. Uh, yeah, which, I mean, uh, we'll get into it. But it's yeah. uh, it's going to get very, uh, if you see us, like, calling uh, Norville Shaggy, it's it's going to be it's, hard. It's, it's, I, I grew up with Shaggy. Mm-hmm. He was my boy. <laughs> he, him and Scooby were the best. And uh, it's gonna be hard for me to call him Norville now, but yeah, uh, like he's a he's essentially like an internet food reviewer or something like that, and I'm just like, yeah, no, that that would be Shaggy nowadays. Yeah, you know, he's if, doing if you his... were to do like a modern like take of Shaggy, he would be like not a Yelp reviewer, but he would be a foodie. He would go to all these restaurants and be trying everything out. I was like, I'll have one of everything. I'm like, all right, he, he wanted one of everything, and him and Scooby are just gonna eat the shit out of that. Yes, sir. You know, it's just that. I mean, yeah, I, I agree. It's a fun take. I mean, you know, Scooby's, uh, you know, Shaggy's always uh, eating all the time in the original show. So, yeah, to make Norville 
this uh, this dude who just eats all the time uh, for his uh, you know Twitch stream or you know like videos and all that yeah. stuff. You know, it, it, it's a neat it's a neat modern take on a on a character. Um, but they do change a lot of other things that just make they just make you go kind of go, huh? <laughs> like what? What is uh? That's a that's an interesting take, I guess you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I think uh, to go back to Norville, he is very much uh, anti-drug. <laughs> uh, he, he straight up says it in the first episode, like he, you know, which are drugs, which I do not like. Which was like what? Are the, so like we we saw that in the first trailer, and you and I were like, okay, that's a weird joke to say, because like. I think everyone is either cool with or cool with with him being a stoner. Because the, the joke is that, you know, Shag is a stoner. Yeah, dude lives in a van with a dog and eats scoop dog treats. I mean, like, come on. Like, the show came out in the 60s. Like, it's very easy to make the joke that Shaggy, from his appearance and his look and, you know, how he speaks, would be sort of a stoner, mm-hmm. you know? And heck, uh, it's sort of it's like the most common joke you can make about Shaggy. Uh, heck, uh, the Scooby Doo movie uh, that came out like in the nine, not, not early two thousand, the James Gunn one. Yeah, written, written by James Gunn, I think. Uh, he, you know, they have a scene where they straight up just it's the mystery van and there's smoke coming out of the top, and you're thinking, oh, here it is, and then it's just Scooby and Shaggy just cooking up some meat and a grill, and it's like, oh, and then of course, uh. He meets a girl named Mary Jane, and he's like, Mary Jane, that's like my favorite name. <laughs> it's like a subtle nod to like, yeah, we know. Yeah, you know, like, it's like, yeah, we know. We know the jokes. Yeah. You know? Here it's like, like, yeah, we're doing that. Oh, but like, he doesn't do drugs. I'm like, oh, there's like no like setup or payoff for that joke. Yeah, there's not really. Yeah, it's not. There's not much of it at all. Like mm-hmm. it's just kind of like constantly looking at the cameras, like, and I don't do drugs. I don't like drugs. There's even like he's raised on the school newspaper, and I think there's a. I think in that first episode, there's a screen on the computer screen. It says like why drugs are bad. <laughs> it's like okay. I mean, I guess like yes, it's just and like you can like I said, you can do it. Like you just you know gave a good example of him being like not a pothead yeah. <laughs> but it's also like kind of funny because it's always like oh but like but you know it's done funny. here it's not it's it's a one-off joke and it's like not funny and they kind of double down on it yeah like it feels like it's done just to be different mm-hmm. and like here's the thing right that is throughout you know this entire show there's a lot of and you said it to me uh before we started uh doing this is like it feels like they're throwing every joke out like they're spitballing jokes one after another, hoping one lands. Because mm-hmm. that's how it was in the beginning of the episode, where it involves Daphne and her, I guess, her girl squad. Yeah, her clique or whatever. Yeah, and she's and they're like uh, talking about, oh, you know what's funny? Uh, how in like every first episode, every pilot episode has like so and so going on, but it never continues on throughout the rest of the, the show. Yeah, and it's just like. Wait, what is what's what's going on? Is this is like some meta textual meta humor that isn't really being funny? Yeah, and uh, it, the show kind of like leans hard into like a lot of meta jokes. I mean, heck, I think in the second episode, literally, uh, Velma mentions something that happens in the previous episode. 
but she because uh, she has like these uh sort of like PTSD episodes, I guess. You know, yeah. Where, where in a long story short, uh, I think probably one of the big narrative things that the show might is gonna probably have is. Velma is mom is missing and she blames herself because she's yeah. into mysteries and you know it's like that's why I don't do mysteries anymore you know kind of thing yeah and we'll, we'll get to like each of their little things about each character because like because every character in this show has like been changed but it's but yeah I know the, the the jokes themselves because the one you're talking about it's it's the one that would really like just I wouldn't say rubbed me the wrong way but I'm like you ruined what could have been a really good joke. <laughs> Yeah, because it, it was like that. It's that moment where like someone like like without context is like, I don't do that anymore. As they like look into the distance, and everyone's just like, Okay, what are you, what are you looking at? Yeah, and I think I mentioned when we discussed it, like, um, because it, it's not really like because she's in like a uh, interrogation. She, yeah, because she's sort of pinned on the murder of like mm-hmm. one of the students, and you know she's just sort of like, and the cops kind of know they're bumbling idiots. I guess that's the joke. It's like, oh, yeah, we're just two cops. We're bumbling idiots. We don't really do a whole lot. But we need you to help solve us this mystery, Velma, if you want to, you know, prove your innocence. And she's like, I don't do mysteries anymore. You know, she, like, looks up and, you know, they're just sort of like, hey, you know, back focus or whatever. Like, kind of, yeah. And, like... But it, 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 the, the pause is too damn long for that joke. It's just like... And then they talk... <laughs> Yeah, and I remember just saying, like, you know, uh, off the top of my head, like, uh, a better uh, way of that joke being executed was in, like, straight up Night at the Museum. In the first one, you have a little Roman guy, and, you know, who's, uh, I don't know the name of the actor, but he's up, he's playing opposite against uh, Owen Wilson and Ben Stiller, and, you know, he does his whole little monologue of, like, he, he looks into the distance, and both, you know, Owen Wilson and Ben Stiller are like, where are you looking at? Hey, hey, what's going on here? <laughs> Which is so funny. Yeah, in that in, in that movie, I think it works just because that character is always super dramatic about everything. You know, he's a, uh, you know, he's sort of like a, you know, all those, all, all like the museum characters are very much, um, like, stereotypical, mm-hmm. right? Of, of whatever they're representing, you know, like Owen Wilson, the cowboy, he's just super you know all like yeehaw you know all yeah. that stuff so obviously so the joke being like oh yes the roman guy he's a thespian you know he looks off screen you know mm-hmm. like he's at a stage and it's like what are you what are you doing come on man <laughs> focus, up, man. <laughs> focus here you know so yeah, in in there it works but here with velma it's it's a it's a little more like yeah it, it's a bit too long of a pause and we don't really like velma doesn't really do a whole lot of breaking the fourth wall herself and i think that's the problem with the joke because it feels like it's kind of one of those like it's supposed to be like one of those fourth wall breaking kind of things i i disagree i feel like it's just them trying to sound like meta and smart but it's like not landing at all because mm. like there, there are moments where i'm like well of course this wouldn't happen to this da, 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 or like uh well obviously you uh, you can't be doing that uh you're not as you know x y and z and it's just like I feel like I'm kind of being talked to, then rather than like actually being to, being told a joke. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of weird. and like, uh, and I use one as an example later on um, to that extent when we talk about each of the characters. Uh, but yeah, no, some of the jokes just don't land. Some of the 
things about each character. It just it, it's very strange, right? It's like it doesn't know what it wants to be. It's a, I feel like there's a whole tone thing going on, right? Because like it, it's having these like really like super. I wouldn't say dark and serious. I'm like it's like really like gross out humor. But like none of it's landing, and then like you try to go with the meta jokes, and then you have like, like I guess situational comedy, mm-hmm. and like visual comedy. But I'm like, n- n- there's just too many things going on that I can't even focus on what's going on, and everything get and, and you know the overall story essentially is, is that Velma is you know a frame for a murder. A lot of there's a at this point there's two teenage girls that are dead. Uh, for a reason, their brains are gone, and like that takes a backseat to all the other stuff that's going on. <laughs> yeah, because they're you know like we haven't really gotten fully into like like getting clues into the mystery. Like there is a little bit of like, oh you know, um, mm. potentially the first girl she you was took pictures of something going down, and uh, you know that camera is missing, but they find the camera see what's on the photos and like and then they don't uh, i think the girl that was in that photo yeah is the one that shows up later on dead in the second episode i think so yeah yeah because they're like oh yes uh we clearly found the murderer let's wrap this mystery up and it turns out oh never mind there's already another person dead and there's no way he could have killed her too Uh Mm uh-oh and now it's like okay so where is this mystery going to next but we haven't you don't spend enough time on that mystery realistically yeah, you know, it's more of like the jokes of like, and and like uh, I and like I know. said, the jokes don't land, and I just realized something right now when I was thinking about the jokes. There, there's a moment where like Daphne and Velma are like trying to outrun the cops, and they're on like a fucking what, what do you um, those um, those fucking school backpacks ones with the yeah the, yeah they're like the, a, it's the like a ones. yeah the roller uh, backpacks or luggages or whatever yeah yeah and like they're riding it and there's clear they're. This bothers me as, like, someone who, like... Like, this is my level of you having, like, issues with, like, editing okay. in movies. Yeah. There's... It looks like they're gonna hit the... The the window. But they hit... The, uh, they go break through the, the, the wall. Yes, but there's no indication of, like, them going through the wall. And I'm pretty sure, if I'm correct, it... There is no, like, pathway in between. Like, there's no way for you to hit the wall. Mm-hmm. It's just somehow they hit the wall. Or, like, there's another scene where someone was shot in the legs, and yet they're walking. <laughs> uh, yeah, I get, I get, I kind of get what you mean by that sort of thing. I, I think at least with the, with the walking one, I, I think it is sort of, yeah, we kind of forget, forget that's a thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, it's like, oh, it doesn't look like, I guess it's like, I mean, to be fair, some guy gets his legs chopped off, and then in the next episode, they've, uh, more or less, it seems like it's fine, and then it get pops, it pops off again, and it's like, okay, well, clearly there's like some sort of dumb cartoon logic in this world, it seems. Mm-hmm. Uh, but at the same time, uh, with the with the wall one, I feel like it's them trying to make a joke where it's like, ha, huh, you thought they were going out the window? Guess what? They went through the wall, and it's like, well, it's that kind of fake out humor doesn't really work in this context, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, I mean, yeah, it's it's you know, it, I get what you mean with though, but. I think part of the problem with some of the humor, especially with the meta humor, is that I feel like they kind of just drone on a bit. Like they, sometimes they yeah, kind of they like start, they, start, they kind of like try to explain the joke a little bit, especially with uh, uh, Norville whenever he talks about some stuff. Like he has a whole bit where it's like, 
man, if I ever get into 420 or 420 culture or any sort of uh, thing involving that kind of stuff, you, you just kill me right now. By the way, do you know what 420 is, uh, <laughs> Velma? And it's like... Why are we lasting so long on this 420 joke? Yeah, I mean, and to be fair, I guess that's part of Norville's character because he does a similar thing with, like, yo, Velma, I've been sending you VMs, voicemails, you know? That's sort of thing. And it's like, who talks like that? Who, who's... <laughs> Shaggy, what did Norville? What did they do to you? <laughs> and I'm just like, what is going on with these, these, with this like beta, like jokes, right? Like, even even the response from Belma was really weird. It's like, yeah, 420 is code for people who watch cartoons as, uh, who are adults. I'm like, but isn't that your target audience? <laughs> I mean, I guess that's supposed supposed to be like one of those ha 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 uh look at us make fun of ourselves kind of thing or whatever you know it's like i don't know maybe it's just it's a, it's an interesting weird like it's like a weird joke it's like it's just trying to de- deconstruct where, where it's all supposed to mean and you know if you need to explain the joke then it's not a good joke you know um, yeah um you want to talk about each of the characters yeah, I sorry, mean, sorry about Scooby Doo because clearly he's in this. <laughs> no, I mean, Scooby is not in the show, as far as I know. Mm-hmm. Um, it would, I mean, it'd be kind of interesting to see what happens because Frank Welker does voice a character in the show. Uh, I think he voices Fred's dad. Mm-hmm. So, you know, they definitely, you know, had the ability to bring Frank Welker back, but it's Frank Welker. He'll voice he'll voice acting anything, honestly. Um. But yeah, you know, uh, you know, Scooby's not here as of yet. I mean, I don't know if they will. It's the question, right? Because whether, because like, can you have a Scooby Doo show without Scooby Doo? I guess, like in theory, like probably because I guess for most people, Scooby doesn't really. Well, I mean, he doesn't do a whole lot in terms of like the mystery solving. I guess mm-hmm. in theory, but he is like he's the name of the show, or at least the franchise. But clearly, I mean, if the show with the show being you know called Velma, she's the center character. Yeah, she is the center character. And mm-hmm. uh, speaking of which, I feel like out of all the characters, uh, out of the main four, uh, she feels like the one that has most of her like um, recognizable qualities intact. Yeah, but even then, then it's still kind of a stretch. Yeah, because she does have some. Uh, more uh, interesting things like I, you know i guess they play into her being kind of the nerd and uh, the i guess the ugly one the outcast the outcast a lot like she straight up she eats like food out of the garden sometimes what was that like i don't like I, I don't know what i guess it's like i don't know what the joke about that i guess it's supposed to be because like she's an outcast she's like she does it to herself kind of thing because she mentions like oh yeah i'm fat or whatever it's whatever you know kind of thing and it's like I guess, uh, I don't know. Like, it's a it's a bizarre kind of take with her. Because I don't think Velma's ever been, like, that self-conscious about herself, I guess. No, she, well, she never really cared. And she never really had a situation where, like, she would be in that kind of mentality. Really? It, well, in any any iteration. She was always very kind of like, uh, you know, yeah, I'm book smart, but I'm, you know, I'm fine with it. Yeah, and I guess there are, like, some moments where, like, uh, I, I remember, I think, in the at least in the movies, like there are moments where like they try to doll, you know, make her look hot or whatever to like mm-hmm. you know do a whole thing. But it never really worked. 
Yeah, because it's like, this isn't me. You know, I'm a book nerd kind of thing. Yeah. You know? But, uh, but I can still get the guy and or girl. Because remember, she's, she's confirmed at least... Uh, to at least be bi. Yeah. And not only in, like, the actual you know, show now, mm-hmm. but in this show, she definitely has uh, those tendencies. Because one, she's like, oh, yeah, no, Fred's hot. But on the other hand, you also see her be like, that girl is pretty cute, though. <laughs> yeah. You know? She's pretty hot, you know? Yeah. So, you know, that's still here too yeah um but i I think um yeah part of like i I think part of it is probably also because uh since velma is voiced by mindy as well Mm -hmm. that uh she probably sort of like has a bit of her own input like i mean i think half the reason why velma is sort of race swap is you know because mindy you know yeah yeah. to like i guess better make her feel more comfortable i guess in that role Mm -hmm. for her so and it's very much like something like she would do right mm-hmm. but it's 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 and it's not the fault of her because uh, like i think she can be she can be funny but like some of the writing for her is really bad like she's a, she's written to be kind of like a daria but more of a asshole daria yeah like she's very critical of everybody and like likes to point out everybody's flaws and all that stuff you know uh, which I mean, it can be funny mm-hmm. sometimes to have that sort of character who just feels like they're superior to that sort yeah, of stuff. Yeah, so sort of like a dry humor kind of thing. Yeah, but like the but it it the thing about dry humor though sometimes you, you if you if you're not used to it or you don't know how to write it, the person's gonna come off like an asshole. Yeah, and that's kind of the thing, right? Mm-hmm. And so that's kind of like her thing, or like she's very like dry kind of humor. But it's all, but there's also not much of her. But it's not really as funny, and it, like I say, it comes off kind of like mean spirited. Mm-hmm. Also, there's like this interesting like. Here's the thing: what I'm saying, like, there's a lot of interesting ideas that are going on through, throughout the show, with with these characters, right? But they're never really utilized. With Velma, so her mom is missing, right? Yeah. And she's having like this. There's this moment where she's like. Hey, you know, when my mom was around, everything was sunshine and rainbows. Uh-huh. I helped her out with anything she did. And then, like, in, in the, the thing that's going to be, like, the whole recurring thing throughout the show is, like, she remembers her mom in a certain way until, like, it starts breaking down. Like, oh, maybe that wasn't the case. But no, all done in the first episode. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, well, I was like, wait, what? We're doing this now? And, like, wow, like... That wasn't that was just horrifyingly bad, because what they do with the mom, like wow, that's just wow. Yeah. Hmm. And like, she essentially it caused her to have like essentially like uh, these hallucinations, I guess. Or at this point, it's basically PTSD. Yeah, because like uh, she sort of blames herself again uh, for for her mom's disappearance or whatever, and. Like, you get that sort of, like, she starts seeing ghouls and monsters in her hallucinations, and, you know, like, she kind of essentially gets into, like, I guess, cardiac arrest. Yeah. Um, and initially, you know, I think, I think, it's, and the thing is, like, it's stuff like this where it's, like, that's potentially an interesting idea, but they don't really do a whole lot with it. Mm-hmm. Just more like uh, it sort of just gives them like oh yeah let's have some weird visuals or whatever kind of thing vibe to it because like in theory it could be just like hey um maybe like when you know 
keep almost having all these hallucinations and that's how like they come up with these like oh we're solving a ghost mystery but yeah it's like her weird way of coping it right <laughs> yeah of like coping with the mysteries like oh no we were solving a, a mystery of a ghost and we caught the uh, you know the guy or whatever but no it's more of like uh, like these weird like monsters and stuff being like uh, ah you're trying to solve a mystery again huh uh, you can't solve anything kind of thing yeah it's really weird because like it just just because me saying like I felt like it would have been cooler if like hey she's solving these uh these mysteries she's seeing like a horror like horrible like i'm talking this person's dead got like scalped and her brain this person's brain is gone Uh that is horrifying yeah and this is her way of coping it which can be like both a really interesting take and done and done in a certain way it can be kind of funny which i would totally be down to watch but like you kind of don't do anything with it and it's like wrapped up really quick but like it's it's so like like it ima- it feels like it amounted to nothing. <laughs> yeah, I mean, granted, it, it is the first two episodes, so I mean, who knows where where this yeah. all goes? Like maybe it does sort of lean into that more, but it's very much more of like she's kind of there just to be like a weird character quirk that mm. she has to have. But yeah, um, then we have a. Uh, Norville. Norville. We, we've already talked about a little bit. And I think out of all of the characters, he's the most changed. He is heavily changed. Like, aside from, like, not, you know... Well, because always he's been Scooby and Shaggy. Right? Yeah. Those two are inseparable. They are, like, Batman and Robin kind of thing. You can do one without the other, yes. But sometimes having them together is, like, awesome. I mean, heck, Scooby and Shaggy have had their own, like, sort of spin-off shows together. I mean, heck, uh... Like, those, like, spinoff, like, sort of TV movies they did where it was just Scooby and Shaggy mm-hmm. you know, dealing with various stuff. Like, they're a dynamic duo. And, yeah, to have Shaggy by himself, you can't it can't work. Uh, and, heck, we talked about, you know, how he, he's a food reviewer online. And that's, you know, that works for a modern take on Shaggy, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, but Norville just has these, uh, just these, such these weird, like, jokes about him. Like, he's in love with Velma and he's just... I think he tries his best to like let her know, let her know, but she's like, "Haha, you're funny." Like, just like his whole character, his whole character moment in those two episodes is like, "Ah, oh, crap, I'm being friend zoned," and I'm just like, "This isn't well, not this, not necessarily hey, the idea of being friend zoned isn't a, isn't a bad thing, you know. Sometimes it can be good, but you know, depending on your opinions on what it means to be friend zoned, but mm-hmm. it also just seems like very like sad." <laughs> On his end, like, wow, man, you're kind of pathetic. Yeah, I don't want to say that. <laughs> I don't want to say that for for like Shaggy. No, not like that. Cause like, like he's trying so hard, and it's so sad. Cause like, dude, it's it's not gonna work. Just let it go. Yeah, yeah. It's it's a very. Yeah, it's very interesting how what they've done with uh, Norville, I guess. It is funny too because like we do, we do see the parents and like his dad looks very shaggy. Oh, he's he, oh yeah, no, that's that's like if Shaggy's if Shaggy was a dad, he has yeah. a beard and everything. Yeah, which is you know it's kind of funny. Yeah, I guess it's probably like the only like I guess reference to the original Shaggy we'll get in the show is just that the dad looks like Shaggy, 
But Norville doesn't look like Shaggy. Because he's not Shaggy. He's not he's Shaggy. Norville. He's Norville, yeah. Which I really kind of dislike. Because <laughs> yeah. it, it feels like you just don't want to acknowledge Shaggy. Or you, you're not, you can come up with a cool way to do Shaggy without Scooby. Yeah, I guess. He's just kind of like... Uh, like a, a very like typical guy friend who wants to get with the girl, but just you know can't. Yeah, and like like you said earlier, his his like the way he's written, like no one would say this. Yeah, he's just he's like I feel like he's written to be kind of annoying on purpose. I don't know. It's it it is a uh, interesting take. I will say that. Like yeah. I think they could have done maybe more with him, but at, at the moment he just seems like kind of like. The bumbling fool in mm-hmm. the background, kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, we can talk about Daphne next. Uh, she, she has some interesting things going on with her. Like she's still it's like a lot. <laughs> yeah, like she's still the uh, the popular girl basically. Yeah, her and, and Velma were best friends, but now they uh, they grew apart. Yeah, they hate each other because you know it's like Daphne's all popular and Velma's the the outcast. Mm-hmm. You know that sort of thing. Um. And she's dating Fred and all this other stuff. And, like, she is, she's, I think, she's, like, the other character who's also been race swap. She's Asian. Uh, she has two lesbian uh, moms, which, I mean, you know, and they're both police cops. So which, they, which, again, they make the joke, like, they're the worst cops in the... Yeah, they're just the, they're just the worst, you know? They can, you know? They're just not that great at their job, but, hey, eh, what are you gonna do? Uh, but, yeah, no, she does have, like, at least a bit of an interesting arc with her at the moment where uh, she wants to find her real parents because she was adopted. Yeah. Um, and she's doing that by selling drugs. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, what is... What? Yeah, because she wants to hire her own private investigator because she doesn't trust her parents enough to, to find her their, her real parents. And remember, the in, 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 one of the, in one of the episodes, her parents had to go all 21 Jump Street on them. And it's just like... No, no, stop, stop. Which leads to another problem with the jokes. They try to be, like, modern, but, like, none of it sounds modern at all. I mean, I think that is supposed to be the joke of, like, look at these old guys trying to sound hip and stuff, but the problem with it is that the way they're trying to be hip and stuff is stuff that's, like, hip that was 10 years ago from today kind of thing, where, like... I think that's also kind of the thing with some of the uh, the humor as well, is that, like, some of the humor definitely feels like it's humor from, like, ten years ago. Mm-hmm. Like, like, you, like, you know the joke that people make where, like, hey, you know, it's humor that you would see in the Oscars that's, like, a year or two late. Yeah, it's kind of like that's sort of taken as a show, you know? Like, straight up, just... Uh, like I've seen SNL be more like current event jokes, be better. Yeah, you know, and that's saying something because sometimes SNL is hit and miss, you know. So, but but yeah, it's yeah. I mean, Daphne does have interesting things about her, you know. She's uh, but they, uh, there's also other things where just like, but why? <laughs> you but know? why though? Yeah, like like the like. The conversation with them having like uh, like her her and Velma having with 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 the whole thing of selling drugs, it, that was just like really weird and like awkward. It's like you can't sell drugs. You're the very you're the rich popular girl, and it's that like selling drugs can only be done by da da da. I'm like, who who wrote this? 
Yeah, like, it's just a weird <laughs> joke where they do. It's like, no, you don't understand. Like, you're an Asian woman. You're, you're selling drugs. That's minority stuff. It doesn't work for minorities, you know? <laughs> I'm like, like, wait, what? You know, like... What is this? What? Yeah. Like, the, I can't tell how many times I have to, like, stop the... Stop the... the, the stop myself from watching be, and just be like, what is going on? What is happening? Because it's... It, like I said, tonal shift and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Daphne is, is, is just another, like, weird, like thing going on with her right and there's really not much aside from like we used to be friends and maybe we still can be friends and yeah that's that's mostly just it just like oh yeah no say so i'm still in drugs so i can like find my parents and all that stuff um and last but not least it's good old fred jones yeah fred um who i think I, I like uh, I think he's the only character they changed that I think works well with the jokes they do with him. Yeah, I think I don't not, not saying what the changes are that great. <laughs> yeah, but, but from what they're what the they, they what they're trying to do with him, I think works well enough. Yeah, because it helps that you're being voiced by uh, Dennis from Always Sunny. Yeah, which I think is uh, you know it's I think honestly they could have gone. The funnier joke of how uh, Fred's character is, because Fred in the show is pretty much yeah he's the popular guy and that stuff, but he see you know he hasn't he has, he's a late bloomer, you know that's the joke like he hasn't and you know, my he, man has not hit puberty his balls have not dropped yeah and you know they don't want he doesn't want anybody to find out he's embarrassed by that kind of thing you know and. You know, it makes sense. You know, he has a dad who's, like, super manly and stuff. And, you know, he wants to feel like a man, too, and that kind of thing. You know, it, like, all the... Like, that whole sort of uh, reinvention of the character kind of makes sense in a way. Uh, sometimes it, 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 it doesn't, like... The jokes he does don't really work. But there are other moments where it's like, okay, yeah, no, this this this, this seems legit. You know, it yeah. makes sense. It, it almost seems like, though, and this is me, like... Thinking of it as someone who's watched Scooby Doo, how they see Fred, and in different variations of Fred Jones throughout the years, this one seems like it's more like taking, and I don't want to say this, it seems like this one's taking the piss on him. Yeah, I and I it does sort of read it like that a little bit because mm-hmm. I think all the time I think because Fred is the one that eventually gets uh, charged with the murders. Yeah. And, you know, uh, Velma essentially is kind of, like, made to, like, help him out, even though she's the one that, like, uh, you know, says that he did it. But I mean, she's very, like... Uh, she, she She's just tearing him down in front of all these people. Yeah, like, you know, I think that. And but also, initially, she was just like, no, it's clearly Fred. Dude's a white guy. <laughs> that was her exact words. And I'm like, okay, I... I, I okay first of all i i, I get it so, you know like uh i mean technically when you look at it there are a lot of white guy serial killers you know ted bundy uh Dahmer. Dahmer. you know like btk yeah there's a uh yeah there's, there's quite a lot of white serial killers you're not wrong on that which would have been a funny joke but they didn't use it yeah they didn't go with that joke it's like Listen, Fred Jones is just one step He's away. He's being voiced by Dennis, who everyone makes fun of being a psychopath. Yeah, in in, in Always Sunny, you know, and uh, which 
to me when I you know when I remembered that was the because uh, Glenn Howerton's the, the actor named the actor, uh, yeah like the, that's a joke in Always Sunny where like he is a bit of like a psychopath he sees himself as a golden god he calls himself that you know and he has some serial killer vibes to him he doesn't he's not an actual serial killer he just has serial killer vibes to him so it would be kind of funny if that was like sort of the take on Fred in you know in this show where it's like. Fred sees himself as like, like the most popular kid in school, but he's not like that popular. Like he's very delusional about his own self worth. Mm-hmm. He has these serial killer vibes or whatever, but he's not a serial killer. And granted, I mean, he does get like you know, once people start making fun of him, he he does kind of maybe lean into like, no, I'll show you, I'll show you, all. I'm a man kind of thing. Uh, but it this doesn't it doesn't feel right because he's very like coded as like. I'm just a little baby, you know, like, I'm just a guy who just can't do much for himself, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, listen, listen, that makes more sense when you get to it. Yeah, you know, but, yeah, it's it's just, there's, like, there's probably, like, funnier ways to do Fred. I think you and I just essentially made a joke where they just should have just rewrote, like, the, the implication scene from Always Sunny, but just make it, like, Fred and Shaggy talking about the van. Yeah, you know... <laughs> not gonna get into it but you know just if you like go watch uh it's always sunny by the way it's a very good show it's uh, a fantastic show hilarious you know just just great all around um but yeah there there is a scene you probably look it up on youtube of, of, of the two characters dennis and mac talking about this implication with a boat uh, i won't get too much into it but it is pretty funny but once you see that and you sort of imagine it as scooby and uh, scaggy and fred talking about it like that with the you know fred being a, a the dennis character you know that that works it, mm-hmm. it works pretty well um but yeah no uh, uh fred is you know i for, like i said i think fred works well enough but there are moments of just yeah i kind of agree it does seem like the show out of all the character out of all the main cast like fred is the one that gets the most like shit i guess <laughs> yeah but at the same time he's the funniest <laughs> yeah it, it kind of is yeah it is like a lot of moments where i'm like god damn it that's actually pretty funny <laughs> yeah it's like there's a moment where they're like they're trying to like uh like not to get too, too into the joke right like they're trying to like make him seem like less like harmful like oh no this guy couldn't have done it five seconds later oh he looks like a <laughs> Uh, a deranged maniac yeah. yeah and i'm just like okay that's that landed pretty well uh-huh. and it and but like the rest of it just like oh man this is just a slog to get through a lot of these jokes aren't really that great and like i said it, it could be bad it, it, it's it's kind of it's bad because like this could have worked that's all i'm saying uh-huh. if you found a way to make it work you sh- i mean it goes there and, like, the idea of making, like, Scooby-Doo more adult isn't something that's far-fetched. Like, the Scooby-Doo has been done, like, a lot of different ways. Like, a lot of people have talked about, like, Mystery Incorporated, which is a show that has dark moments. And, you know, it's still Scooby-Doo. Like, you know, oh, mm. we found the guy with the mask, but there's, like, an overarching story and, like I said, dark elements. Like, I still remember this part where this one character, like, she essentially had a a gun held to her and like in like it it cuts to scooby and velma walking or walking walking like through a bridge 
and all you hear in the background is gunshots, and I'm and Scooby going like, like you know, whimpering like a dog, mm-hmm. and Velma's like, we gotta keep moving, Scoop, we gotta keep moving, and I'm just like, holy shit, that was dark. <laughs> that person got shot up. It wasn't like one shot; it was like a multiple shots too. Mm-hmm. So and like, that's an adult version. Like that's probably like the most like mature Scooby Doo has done. So you can totally do a mature Scooby Doo story. Heck. There was a comic book, comic book called uh, Scooby-Doo Apocalypse, where it's, like, everyone's, like, modern take, and, like, like, like Shaggy looks like a fucking hipster. Like, he's got tattoos around in his arm, he's got the hipster beard yeah. and haircut, and, like, in that one, fucking, um, it's more over the top, yes, but there's a lot of still, like, holy shit moments. Like, I think there's a moment where Fred is, like, a zombie. <laughs> or, like, and, like, even, like... And going back to, like, yeah, Mystery Incorporated, yes. Like, uh, Fred in that one is, like, a weirdo involving traps, which writes, which all the jokes are written there. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, and I think that's, the, the, I guess, the beauty of Scooby-Doo is that it's very malleable. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, heck, the, the basic concept of, like, four teenagers and a, a wacky uh, mascot character solving mysteries... Mm was uh, milked by Hanna-Barbera themselves. I mean, how many freaking shows after Scooby-Doo was basically the same freaking concept? There was pretty sure there was one that was just like, car- like literally just traced over Scooby-Doo. I just can't remember what it was. There was one with involving a shark. Uh, one with a talking car. The one with the talking car. There was one with like a gooey character. Um... I'm trying to remember whichever there was a Scooby Doo episode. It was a Mystery Incorporated episode with involving all the mascots. That's what I'm trying to remember. Yeah, I remember that too. Yeah, where it's like they make uh, you know reference to that. Heck, I mean, guys, I mean, to be fair, there was a caveman one. <laughs> yeah, Captain Caveman. I think that's his name. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but I, I believe, uh, to be fair, Mystery Incorporated did that a lot of the times. Like I think, uh, grown up, well, not grown up, like teenage, uh, Bam Bam and. Uh, Oh, uh, pebbles! Pebbles, yeah, were in the background of a, like a, of a sh- of a shop once. Yeah, they had um, what's his name, the bear, Yogi Bear, yeah, in the background too. Um, but no, like yeah, like I said, the, like you said, it's so malleable you can like come on, kind of do anything. Heck, and like I said, you can do a mature or like a, a an adult version of Scooby Doo. I mean, James Gunn tried to do it back in the day with the Scooby Doo movies. And he he really wanted to lean hard on those shit. Yeah, and obviously Warner Brothers was like, uh, no, this is a kid's movie. We can't, no, <laughs> we can't do yeah, that. No, like, he was going to go hard in on the whole Ben will be in a, 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 in like a same-sex relationship, mm-hmm. as I recall. And like, but like, like I said, like, like there's, there's so many moments that even Scooby-Doo were like, oh, this is actually pretty like really cool and really different. Like, remember the biggest one that everyone always talks about, Zombie Island? <laughs> Oh, yeah, the one where, like, the monsters are real. Like, that whole, like, arc of Scooby-Doo movies, uh, direct-to-DVD movies or whatever, uh, VHS, I guess, where, oh, yeah, no, it's real monsters. You know, you had Zombie Island where it's like, oh, it's actual real zombies. And, Which is still has yet to be topped. Yeah, I mean, you know, like, the whole scene where, like, they're like, ah, oh, it's just a mask, you know, let's pull it off. And they pull the head off and just like, oh, <laughs> oh, my God, it's an actual zombie. Yeah, oh, and, then, my God. and then you got uh, friggin' the the aliens one where it's the you know yeah. that whole thing and then the, the uh the witches stuff and then it ended with the weird cyber one yeah the cyber one is cyber uh, not cyber chase that's not, a freaking that's PBS, a PBS show. show yeah uh whatever it was yeah that one was probably 
And yeah, I guess it's the low point of those movies, but I don't know, I still liked it. <laughs> yeah, it was fun. Uh, but like, yeah, no, the, 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 the idea of, you know, sort of modernizing or changing up Scooby-Doo to be something different has been done before. And you can do it. No one's against it. Everyone has their own little favorite version of like Scooby-Doo. Yeah, there's even more kiddier versions. Remember Pup Named Scooby-Doo and like stuff like that? Yeah, like I said, like... Yeah, we grew up with Cartoon Network, shut up. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, uh, friggin'... Like I said, Scooby-Doo has been, is, pre- is a very malleable show. You can do a lot of things with it. It's just that, you know, obviously the execution has to be there. Um, but I think for this Velma show, uh, it, it, it's not... It's just I guess the execution is just kind of off, you know? Yeah. I, and it's not, it's not like it's it was meant... Like, there's some good ideas. Yeah, it just, it's not very well written or executed well. Yeah, which is the really sad part. Because, like, you've, I mean, you just heard us talk about, like, what they could do. Like, you know, if Fred's being played by Glenn Howard, who was known for his um, role in Sunny, Always Sunny, play into that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you could, or heck, even if it's not, like, Heck, even if you're not like even if he wasn't voiced by uh, Glenn Howerton, uh, straight up like that would be a cool idea for Fred to be like a delusional guy who thinks he's the shit. Or if you want to go include a little bit of Mystery Incorporated, have have people be weirded out that he likes to make traps. Or you know, or or make fun. I don't know, make fun of the ascot too. Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> it's like he wears an ascot. <laughs> Weirdo land. <laughs> I'm thinking of the robot chicken sketch now. Yeah, the, the robot chicken sketch. That's also to be fair. That one is also, I guess, a pretty good Scooby Doo parody as well. Because not only do you have the original, the 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 the, the actors from the movie playing all their characters, mm-hmm. you know, it also kind of works when you think about it. Too. <laughs> it really does work. I mean, and, and like, uh, you know, what I, what I was saying about like Velma, like having her, having like where like she's trying to solve this. Uh, you know, circular, a bit like it's all gets her so much that she starts to like internalize it as her solving a ghost, <laughs> yeah, mystery or whatever. That would be kind of a neat way to do that. You yeah, know? and like uh, we and like everything with Shaggy and Velma they, uh, and Daphne. You know, there's there's different ways you can do it with like and still play up the jokes because <laughs> uh-huh. like I feel like the jokes write themselves. And I'm this is for me coming from uh, you know hindsight's twenty twenty uh-huh. kind of shit, but. uh I mean, Velma, I don't know if I want, uh, I mean, I might see more out of morbid curiosity, but I'm not going to, I don't know if I'm going to enjoy it. Uh-huh. I don't know about you. No, I, I definitely, uh, I, I guess maybe out of morbid curiosity, but I'm not sure. Like, these first two ep- episodes don't really, like, they sell me on some of the ideas, but not on the entire show itself, you know? I will say this, like... <laughs> Because I feel like if you really wanted to do like this sort of, uh, um, like Scooby Doo show that kind of makes fun of itself or like the tropes of its own thing, you, like I don't want to, uh, not because I haven't watched the show, so I don't really know much about it. But the supernatural, I guess, crossover episode with Scooby Doo. Oh, I, I've seen it. It's it's probably the only time I've ever watched Supernatural. That is probably one of the best, like. <laughs> Like like, mo- like modern day sort of like make fun of Scooby Doo yeah. kind of thing yeah yeah because like just when they realize oh wait you mean to tell me ghosts demons angels are real 
what have we been doing our whole point? <laughs> All we've been doing is catching these rich white guys <laughs> and like, you know, ruining their development bullshit. <laughs> and and like, Velma's having Nelson existential crisis. Like, wait, ghosts are real? And like, Daphne's like, am I going to hell? Is this any like is is any of this real? And Shaggy's like, I told you. We shouldn't have been doing this shit from day one. I told you. And I'm just like, that is the funniest, like, most, like, serious take I've ever seen, like, Scooby-Doo ever have. Mm -hmm. And, like, yes, it's, it, it can be done. It, it, and that's, like, a prime example of what, you know, you could do. Right? Yeah. Um, But, yeah, no, Velma as a show... From my experience for the first two episodes, because there's only two episodes out, mm-hmm. um, not that great, sadly, which is really sad. Because like I, you know me, I don't like to sit and like rant about anything bad, and I'm not ranting. I'm more being critical, right? Um, I think that this show has potential to be good. I don't. That sadly it doesn't. There's not enough things for me to go like. This could be good later on. There's, there, it didn't give me with much hope. I'd say that. Yeah, I feel like initially the idea, like when you first hear about it, like a Scooby Doo show that's focused on Velma and her sort of thing, and like maybe like sort of an origin of like how the gang got together, kind of thing. That sounds neat. You know, it sounds like uh, a neat premise for a show. But I, once we started getting like more information and obviously seeing. The, the trailers and like the jokes and all that stuff now seeing like these first two episodes kind of it's very much like uh, i think you you fumbled this one i think you fumbled it a little bit there's some you know there's, there's some good parts here that in theory could work very well but i feel like you've sort of botched the execution you know like they, they ain't, there ain't a whole lot here that that makes me go uh like yeah, no, this can turn itself around. This could be, this can still be good for, for you know, but, you know, I don't know. Stranger things have happened. We'll see. But anyways, guys, it's, uh, I guess, at the end of the episode. If you enjoyed what you heard, be sure to follow us on all social media, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, at The Centurions. We are most active on Instagram, where you'll find a link to, you to all the podcasting sites we're officially part of, like Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Pandora. And you'll find a link, tree, link to the YouTube, where all you audio listeners can check us out there. Be sure to follow, comment, uh, be sure to, you know, uh, subscribe, hit the bell icon, you know how YouTube is. And be sure to support us on Patreon if you'd like. It's always there for any form of support. And yeah, Velma's not, not, not that great. Not that great. No. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's been me, your boy, Eli. It's been me, Joe. You guys have a good one. Peace. <laughs>